Hey guys, you already know it's your boy, the host with the most, Mario, and we're back with another episode of Ohm. Uh, we got a. Is he a very special guest? Because this is his second time coming on the show, but he's special to the Ohm community. Our first guest coming back to show us what's new, what's good, and shows how far he's come from since the first episode. And we're also here to show him how far we've come. Since the first episode, Loki. What's popping with y'all folks out there? All my own listeners, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad to be back. We're back. We're better than ever. It's nice having you on the show, man. I miss you. I mean, I see you all the time, but, you know, it's not the same. It's not I the same. I see Antonio. I don't see Loki all the time. Well, actually, yeah, nah. Because we usually, usually come on project stuff. I haven't seen Antonio in a minute. What's Antonio been up to? Antonio, um, <clears throat> Antonio died in a, a terrible plane accident around uh, right after the last podcast that I was on. Yeah. What happened to him? You man, you know, you know, he got on that. Uh, he got on that uh, plane. Didn't didn't never land, and uh, since then, uh, you know I've been here. So now you gotta deal with 100% Loki. Now it's a terrible time, you know, when you lose your inner self, and you're only stuck with that outer shell. Then you Art, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Well, for real. So since last time, last time we talked. Was the release of Endstone. Mm-hmm. So since then, I know you've been on a couple projects and you have a whole lot more in store that hasn't been released that's set to be released throughout the year. Yeah. So give us a little, I guess, like summary of what's been going on because right. it's been a lot. I know. I got you. So since Endstone, first thing I did, I took a break uh, after the uh, album released, went to Florida, you know. Gave my mom a good birthday, you know what I'm saying? Uh, when I came back in town, I started getting back to doing remixes. I think, uh, actually, let me see what the first remix was. I think it was Break Me Off by Ari Lennox. I think that was the first one. Mm-hmm. I kicked it off. Well, actually, no, before that, before that, I did a remix of Kenny Mason's Angelic Hood Rat. Uh, he saw it, you know, his team uh, said that they, that he enjoyed it. Um, then I started, you know, just keeping with the remixes for a while. I put out a song unapologetically in December, you know, just to end the year off, let them know I'm still here. And uh, since then, it's been the uh, Blue Campaign, man. So I've been doing all different types of, you know, skits. One of them you helped with, you know. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, and I've been doing that, trying to get my uh, star players uh, and then, you know, the star pitcher. Uh, help them get their names out as well. You know, that's really what we've been on. So, what's the low key? Uh, starting eleven. Hold on, wait. How starting, many people are on the mound and the field at a time? I'm a basketball I player, so uh, I don't really know. Well, listen. Uh, you mean like <laughs> you playing shortstop? <laughs> listen. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna start naming the starting nothing because I'm gonna forget people's names. Um. But actually, big milestone. I believe Blue today passed Jug's view, 
viewership. Really? Yeah. Hey, um, we gotta clap one up for it. Let me see. I have one for it. Yeah. Hey man, it feels great out here, man. You know what I'm saying? 14k on Jug and what that took months to do. 15k on Blue. It's been like a week and a half. Yeah, I'm up. Numbers. Y'all not here with me. The numbers on the board. OVO Loki. Straight out. You already know. You know where we from. But yeah. So talk to me about Blue. Because like we went through the whole uh, storyboarding and sketching of it. But I never really took the time to ask you, like, what went down? Like, what was your inspiration one behind the song itself? And then hopefully later on we could talk about, like, your inspirations in the video that you wanted to accentuate. Yeah. Okay. So so when I was making the song, I was officially in album mode when I was making In Stone, because that's what this song is from. It's from that album. And um, I had just gotten into, you know, I had a new come up. I was seeing money that I hadn't seen before, you know? So I felt really good, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, shoot, you know, I'm seeing blue money now. Like, I, I just, things is different. Like, I'm in a different, I'm in a different, I'm on a different level than I was before. So the song is really just about somebody, you know, talking about how they leveling up on everybody, you know what I'm saying? And they letting the money do the talking and they out here. So that's what I know a lot of people, you know, especially from the city, We'll relate to that because you know that's what we do. We grind. We let the we supposed to let the money do the talking. A lot of people will still be talking too much, but you know what I'm saying. Exactly. You Not know? so much the money, but just let your hustle do. The yeah, talking. just let the hustle do the talking. Let the people like, talk for you and tell them what you're doing out here. Exactly. How do you see yourself hustling and grinding? And I guess one big thing about it is especially when you're a talented artist. Yeah. You have a lot of people in your ear because. <clears throat> Especially in the black community, like we've said it on tracks plenty of times. You either start rapping or you start balling, and the, these are your or ways you to sell get drugs. out. From, yeah. yeah, these are your ways to get out. Selling drugs, I don't think you really getting out. You just getting money while you still in. But uh, yeah, how do you how do you channel through? what is valuable advice and what what is not and how do you form your inner circle um to, the thing is like when it comes to your i'll start with the circle part when it comes to your circle man like realize like realize what you what you want first like remember what you want remember what it was from the beginning so in a way that might people might hear that and be like oh, okay so basically you're saying Stay where you uh stay with the people that you were with in the beginning. I'm not necessarily saying that, cause some of the people that you were with in the beginning, you gonna outgrow, and that's that's just true. But the people that are going to continue to grow with you, that are from your foundation, keep those people around. Try to keep those ones around, cause those people are the ones that you know you can depend on already. Mm -hmm. As far as new people, you know you got to be more careful because. You got to make sure that the people around that are new are seeing you for, they see your worth, but they're not there to try to take advantage of it. And that's what you got to watch out for. Because that's the biggest thing, especially here in Atlanta. You're going you gonna to have people try to take advantage of you. You're going to have people try to, you know, um, treat you a certain way. 
try to act kind and one way to talk crazy behind you. You know what I'm saying? A lot of stuff that goes on like that. So you just got to be careful with that. But um, as far as advice, you know, at the end of the day, you can listen to all of it and just use it how you see fit. So don't let, don't let like one person say something. You don't got to go based off exactly what they say. You take it, you interpret it on your own from your own understanding and then apply your own knowledge and you'll come up with a better result than even what they are telling you to do would have gave you. You know what I'm saying? Word up. It sounds like you got experience in the field of Atlanta snakies. Because, like, I mean, even though I wouldn't consider myself a native AT alien, uh, I have realized (laughs) as I've stayed down here that it's not not heavily intertwined in alliances. Like, other cities, major cities will, especially the reference sets. Like, it's literally a free-for-all. And you know, there's a million, it's a small world. There's a million here. different groups here, bro. Yeah. There's a million different groups. Like you got the you got the weirdos, you got the extra cool people. I'm just doing stereotypes, y'all. I don't take no offense. <clears throat> you got the people that look like weirdos. You got the people that look like um, the super cool kids. You got the you know the QC thing going on, but then you got to compare that to like the the um, the uh, Zoink gang type thing going on. All of that going on. In the same city, like it's like all that going. We got little Nas, like all of that in the mm-hmm. same city. So you gotta understand, like, hey, <laughs> you gonna have to find your your spot and your niche and just go crazy. Now, someone who found their spot, like, how? Since you're always looking for ways to improve and progress your career as mm-hmm. an artist, how hard is is it easy <clears throat> to find inspiration or? Do you mm. feel like finding something that's that uh, fits well with your brand is harder to find in the area? In the area, it is a little weird, but luckily, I don't look. I don't really look for inspiration here. Mm-hmm. My inspiration comes from the guy from the other, uh, the other six, city. Six, 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 so, to Drizzy Drake, that's who I look at for inspiration because he basically. Basically, is perfect in terms of his career, so he's a perfect person to try to not replicate, but try to uh, be a more improved version of him. So wherever he's at right now, I'm trying to continue to make that where I am now, so that when I'm where he, when I'm 35 like he is now, whatever his age is, he's old now. You know, he's wrinkly and stuff, but not wrinkly. <laughs> he's wrinkly and whatnot, but uh. Whenever I get to where he is, I'll be even bigger than he was. So, you know. Bigger than the six god himself. I'm going to be the six god from have the real plan? six. I'm going to have the PJ? Two the of them. jumbo jet? I'm two. Air Loki going to be a whole whole line. What's it going to look like? What you going to have on the plane? Like, it gotta is it going to be sleek or is it going to be loud? Like, No, nah, it got to be sleek. It got to be sleek. It's going to be black. It's going to be stealthy. Low key. Real low key. No cap. You gotta get like the the little you know the UV light pens? <laughs> you gotta get the UV paint on that shit with low key on it. So yeah. they only see it if they use the UV light Yeah, pen. that'd be hard. And then you release a whole bunch of UV lights. I like is UV lights at the um the landing spot. Yeah. yeah. That's where you're gonna have fans meet you at for the VIP meet and greet. Yeah. Whole package. Whole package. Hey. 
we're here. See, we already on it. But Drake is definitely the guy. Like, I want to be like, you know, oh, but, you know, there's the Kendricks and the J. Coles. Like, they fought too. Don't get it twisted. But Drake is the guy. Like, it's impossible. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's my inspiration. That's who, that's my, I don't want to say competition, but that's who I'm trying to, that's who I'm trying to beat, per se. Yeah. So as far as your inspiration, I see you got a lot of people that had, uh, have you, like, wordsmiths and traditional type rapping? Yeah, for sure. Nothing, not much, too much, like, the core uh, sound of the South. Yeah. Or uh, the trendy music of, uh, I would say, like, up north New York. You're on that more pop type. Yeah. Stuff. Or closer on the, to pop in that spectrum. Yeah. You like any mumble rappers? You got any, like, or you are uh, a mumble rapper hater? Like, it's all cool. Uh, I'm not a mumble yeah. rapper hater, man. That's not what it is. I just, um, I mean, I like I like good music, man. So if the music good, mm -hmm. the music good, but if the music not good, then I'm not bumping, yeah. you know? Because so. I, yeah, because I know like, we was talking about this before, but I know I've started to realize... <clears throat> Because I'm more focused on the beat more than anything in most mm -hmm. music, that there's reasons why people that take the traditional route are still very relevant, and there's people reasons why the mumble rap route is very relevant because they convey, they get you to the audience to you know feel something in a different way. Yeah, they do. Because you, you're hearing the, you might put down a bar on the track, and you know your fans will listen to it and feel those words yeah they're gonna feel the words but yeah. like i'm not gonna lie like um the new the new way that i make music though it definitely deals with making the sound right first okay so sometimes i go for a melody first now i'm gonna still put my words in there because that's just what i do mm -hmm. but i do know it needs to sound like it needs to be Melodically in sync with whatever yeah. instrumental I'm using. So and maybe I'm not being as uh, clear about the subject as like in all music you have to it all has to come together mm -hmm. seamlessly. But in when I talk about mumble rappers having a certain reaction or getting a certain vibe across, it's more through like the beat and the raw emotion of it. Yeah, that you get. Whereas you set a scene and mm -hmm. uh, this is what's going down. Like you're depicting it word for word. You can imagine, you know, maybe something in your life that references what you're talking about. Whereas in a uh, typical, maybe like trap song or a Cardi song or something like that, you really just got the scene. You might have the money bags. You might have, you know, the women, uh, the, women. the paraphernalia, the women. Know. Yeah, I know that's what you focused on, right? The women. Or. The women are always the focus. Or the woman. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think uh, people like, uh, I have to respect people like Young Thug, right? Because mm -hmm. Young Thug came in like, see, like Lil Wayne did his thing too. Like a lot of the way he used certain sounds, right? But Young Thug took it like a step further. Future too. Both of them, and they're both from here, so it's Facts. beautiful. So those Future is two. actually he's a notable one for me. Yeah, I'll say that because he took that he he created. Right. I said this. No, you heard it here first. 
Future started Red Pill Wave. Yeah. He really did for it. For sure. Bruh. If it wasn't for Future and the Future Disciples, I don't think... Yeah, the, the Future Disciples Derek and the Thug Disciples. Here, man. That man is definitely an innovator. Like, I've never heard anyone use their voice in the way Thug uses his voice. Like, he manipulates the mess out of his voice. It's crazy. He does whatever he wants, whatever sound he wants with it. So... If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have a we wouldn't have a Playboy Cardi. We wouldn't yeah. have we wouldn't have a Uzi, possibly, to be honest. We wouldn't have no gunners, no none of that. All that's gone. Doug is the progenitor. Yeah. He's the, the pioneer. Yeah. Him and him and Future, they 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 did that. This man Future whistled. He was whistling on a on a on feature, the Yachty track. On the Yachty track. That was the hardest verse I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> from, that was the hardest Yachty feature. Well, that's the hardest feature on a Yachty song that I've ever heard in my life. That's how I want to say it. I was looking. There was another song. Sometimes Yachty goes off for me, but he did have those two future features. No, the first one was okay. The one with Cardi. I, I mean, I was no. That was whatever. But when Future started yeah. whistling, and he he took us he took us to church, man. He took us to church. He was like a pastor on that track. I was like. Okay, you got it, bro. So what would you say is Doug's most notable moment? Doug's most noticeable moment? Like, what was his most pioneered moment in trap? The stuff he was doing, like, 2016, 2017, I feel like. Is that Jeffrey? No, that's, like, 2018. Like, um, what is that? Is that Young? What? Is that, is that YSL3? Is that the name of that? Don't wanna, I don't want to do his uh, discography the, the worst way, you know what I'm saying? Can't do that. Yeah. You'll get caught. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see where that jungle was caught. Is this, is this slime ball season? I don't know. I'm, I'm confused. It was the third one, though. I remember. Slime season three. That was oh, 2016. Okay, 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 okay. That, that time period... He was on a road from there to, like, 20. I mean, he's still doing his thing, but I feel like he was just on a road from there to 2018. And then mm-hmm. 2019, it was like, he did so much fun. And then it was like, it was it was cool. I feel like Future probably came more so to the front again now, like right now. I think they take turns, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So. Because what, Future... Uh, what a time, all that. He went from like he went from like 2013, 2015. Then they yeah, then they collabed. You know what I'm saying? So But the collab was only all right. Yeah. It could have been greater. Or it was predicted to be greater. Talk to me about rap collabs. Are they overhyped now? Yes. Do you feel like too many people hop on them and give them yes. mad traction? Because nowadays people be like, Oh, well they they want us to do a collab, so we're gonna do a collab. It don't be I wanna do a collab. So let's do a collab. Or a collab albums album. Yeah, collab albums. Because you don't is... see I don't see a lot of collab albums that much anymore. Yeah, the collab album thing is like I don't even know who I'd make a full album with. Like another person, or like another human being. Mm-hmm. Why why are we making ten whole tracks for a project together? So you're saying you wouldn't make a track with Like a track, but like not a or album. Or you wouldn't make an album with somebody I don't know who was who. part of your crew, like 
No. Not, like not, even, not even you. I don't even think I'd make a whole album with one person off a of group. Man, now Ugly in Atlanta, they're making an album. Obviously, I'm yeah, playing. okay. But so you do something. I'm not gonna be like you know. It's me and this guy every single song for like ten tracks. I I get bored of that person very fast. For that, you can't get a duo. So I don't really got no duo. Have you ever thing. liked a duo collab album? Um, Other than like Ray Shermer, I don't think I would call Ray Shermer. You know, because they, they were a group. They were a group from the beginning. I mean, but that's essentially the same thing, though. Nah, it's not. It'd be uh, different if like or like two separate things. Yeah, because like, is that's like two people coming together because they weren't together in the first place. Okay. So then that's what makes it like what it is. But having it like uh, you're a group from the jump, it's like okay, or they're a group. That's just they came in as a group. Okay. So. um I don't know. It's no like. I mean the f- the future Uzi album that was recent was okay, but I still didn't even like it like that. So I didn't even listen to it. I'll be real with you. <laughs> like, it's it's definitely some good song. Like in terms of collabing, they definitely got chemistry. Them two. Okay. Like, but you know, uh, I think did Thug and Thug and Chris Brown did they do a whole collab? They did. Yeah. I. There's some good songs on there too. There were some. I got some. But it's like I added some. You know. I'm I'm not really looking for that. I mean, for the most part, I'm not really looking for a lot of new music a lot of the time from most artists anyway, but you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you saying that you wouldn't do it personally? Like, yeah, personally I I can't see it right now. Like there's nobody I'd be like You play life on single player. I'm I'm single. With an occasional well, I don't know. By the time this comes out, I don't know. I might not be single. We're oh, my it. gosh. What's this all about? We're going to see. What's all this single Pringle mess about? You were talking to me earlier, talking about if I don't, you know, fall in love this year. It's the last year. Oh, yeah, this I'll is it. I'll put my heart out in the world. So let them know. Let them know. This is, I mean, this this is, is it right here. Look, Tell them. If you, if you want to crack at the beast, right? I don't know. This is your last, this is your last chance. Not the beast. Because after, <laughs> oh, talk your talk. After, talk your talk. After twenty twenty one, it's done. I'm just letting you know. If you don't get me now, don't hit me up for no relationship. You just gonna get your heart broken. And why is that? Tell, tell us about the commitment you have to the game right now. Look, I got two rings on. One's because I'm married to the game. The other one because I'm married to the money. <laughs> That's all I had to say. That's all I needed to say. Started playing the music. Why? But nah. Uh, Tell him, or at least, because I feel I felt this same way or a similar way too. Whereas, like, if I'm gonna get into this life, or you know, put myself into the industry, like these are people's whole lives created that they've built yeah. upon like music or. Uh, Cars yeah. or whatever clothing or whatever, so like you really competing against them, and, and it's painstaking work. Like I can't come home every night to you know rub your feet and right, especially if I wasn't rubbing your feet day. before I was up. I'm supposed to start rubbing your feet now. You want me to change for you? That's selfish. Wait, like, okay. On a real note. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just think about maybe I don't think there's really a expectation of like a high value man or like a person in a high value role, man in a high value role, having to do the same things or have the same expectations of yeah. someone someone like that's not you know maybe famous or mm-hmm. powerful, but. There's still like a minimum that's it required. Yeah. But the lifestyle is so completely different that like there are sacrifices on the other end that have to be made that sometimes, you know, you're not really trying to mess with somebody's life in that type of way because they usually get sucked in. I see that with a lot of artists. That, like mm-hmm. They'll give up on relationships because like you, it's just not worth sucking the other person in. So like right, how do you so, feel on it? Yeah, I don't want to do that to anybody after I'm up there, because, like I'm saying, my guy is Drake. I'm going to turn into Drake. And that means... And Drake is single. And Drake is very single. Look, Drake wanted love, As but he know. knows. I, I watched Drake him. Drake is simping. I studied simping. this man. The whole reason is because he couldn't find somebody before. If he would have found someone before, he'd be perfectly fine. Because he didn't, look at him. Look at him. He's a sad man. He's a happy man, but he's a sad man. Because you can't find him after you get in the game? Sometimes it's hard to. Like, look, the people that do that after. I'm sorry. I'm about to start. I'm about to start coming for y'all. It's, it's okay. Y'all going to be all right. The people that found people after. Quavo, sweetie. He, he took the Bentley back. See allegedly, what I'm saying? Like, look, allegedly. Allegedly. Listen, allegedly. Um, Offset and Cardi B, right? We all know what they've gone through already. But see, the difference with them... They're both they're both rich and famous. They're both toxic. And they're both look, I always know see how that see this man start putting labels. See, man, labels, man. Hey, hey. Anyway, anyway, the point yep. is you see he, the whole the whole cheating and all that. But look at but look at the difference. Where's where's takeoff? In the cut. No drama. Mama. Mama. <laughs> Seven inches. But the album, the single album, I mean, the solo album went hard. Yeah. See what I'm saying? He off, took money. He ain't got Because, you know why? Because he probably got a baby boo. Chilling. She's low-key. You you also got to think about the people that decide. They're like, nah, let me just have a low-key shawty and not be all up on IG. Yeah, that's another thing. I'm not, I'm not the, I'm not the go on a date and take a picture type dude. I'm not the. Everywhere we go, I'm trying to flick up with you. I'm not that guy. I don't even take pictures like that. Yeah, I feel that. I don't even take pictures of myself. No. Like, I be wearing cute fits. I'm saying, I be out here. Man, we're not going <laughs> to get into it, man. Should have seen me. Should have seen me yesterday. Should have seen him, nah. He got the, the Majin Buu braids. I'm here. I'm here for the women right now. Show me your power. <laughs> I'm not going to power up, bro. I'm... Break the room, man. Okay, I got you. Yeah, continue. But yeah, so I just feel like uh, after I'm, if I'm getting, if I get into that life and I'm I'm single, right? Mm-hmm. If I get into that, I know what my destiny really is at that point. Like I'm supposed to, because to me, I think I'm supposed to be that next guy, right? And if I get there single, I know even if I try a relationship, it's not gonna work. So. After after this, there's no point in trying. Why do you feel like it won't work? Because that's my destiny. 
But do you have a reason why it wouldn't work? Like, how will Destiny... Do you, or do you just not know how Destiny will stop you from... I'm not sure exactly, but I know that when something is destined to be, it always is destined to be. So, okay. that's that. I mean, it's allowed Drake to be able to post all the time about his life. Well, does Drake really... Does Drake really post about his life? No, he no. just posts pictures. He's just showing you. Just the face. He went 40 in Khabib. Just the his... <laughs> <laughs> Just the face. Speaking of that, I seen Canada the other day. I was right there. I could have swam to it at the cost of my life, but <clears throat> I could have swam to it. They're not letting people across the board. No. Nah. Yeah. R.I.P. everybody who wanted to go to Canada. <laughs> who? I mean, I know Canada's a great place and all. Like, my aunt lived there. But, like... Nobody nobody says. Yeah, I've never I've never heard it specifically. But no, I know something draws people over there yeah, eventually. But it's sure. not really... Like, you, you don't really take an L from going to Canada. Especially, like... If you're from the South, you probably never thought of it before. Like, somebody in the North. Like, if you're in the North and it's the area... I mean, growing up in New York, I went over there. Like, yeah, I took yeah. The train. So. I was like chilling. I was like, but like dang. down here, it's like down here, it's like you might go to like Mexico or you might go to like Mexico. You might go to like. Okay, uh, tell me this. I think I said this last time. Why do? Why does ATO have a thing with like having black people with Hispanic names and no like his or I guess like um slight Hispanic connections. Be like Ricardo, my boy. Okay, well I'm gonna tell you the Pablo story. Juan. I'm gonna tell you the story of um Antonio. I'm gonna tell you the story of my dad's how he got his. My dad's name is Juan Antonio. You want to know why his name is Juan Antonio? Mm-hmm. Because his doctor was named Juan Antonio, and they ain't know his dad. <laughs> they ain't know my dad's dad, so. <laughs> so maybe that's why Maybe that's why We out here naming folks Hispanic names Because they ain't got no dad To go based off of It's better than Charmisha Juan Like you know what I'm saying Like at least Charmisha Juan You know Charmisha Juan Yeah You do Yeah She ugly In the in wow. Inside wow. Inside wow. Inside wow. guys Inside wow. She's ugly inside <laughs> Inside. This is a fucking uh what they call that shit, Patreon cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's ugly inside. She's a terrible person. I would not recommend talking to a uh, race one. Okay. You good? You got it. You I got, got it. it all out? I got it out. <laughs> Look. I told you I <laughs> still here. Probably, come on. Oh We're still my here. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Phone on D and D. We out here. Mm. But yeah, Atlanta really got a thing with that. Yeah. Um, I think it's like I mean, it's a big mix of culture here. So it's like it really could go down. Cause you know, like I think there's actually like an um I think there's a his Hispanic mall mm-hmm. in Atlanta. I've been yeah. to it before. So it's like, you know, we got that going on. We got Asian culture here, we got Black culture here, shoot. Now we got more white culture, like, in the city. Like, actually in the city. Because before it was, like, didn't seem to have much white culture in Atlanta. But now now Midtown exists. 
Midtown. <clears throat> I mean, where else do you think they're thriving? Smyrna. <laughs> that's not Nick. That's not in the city. Vinings. In the city, though, Vinings. for sure. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen all of it now. So like, you got the white, black, Hispanic, Asian. It don't matter. So mm-hmm. when you got that mix going on, it's like, dang, you might get you might get a black guy named Sun High one day. You know, for no reason, just. I wanted to name my son Son High. So since we last spoke, what was the hardest job that you've had to accomplish? Hardest so job? Far? Um, just probably getting over the last hump, to be honest. Like to get where I am now. Like this whole blue project mm-hmm. was was huge. Like it was months in in planning and just planning. So I had to, then I had to execute it to the best of my ability with the funds that I have as an independent artist. So Facts. that was a big challenge, you know. Speak about that, being an independent artist and how you're funding yourself, because I'm sure a lot of people would want, it, it would pay dividends to have that type of information. Yeah, it's like, because um, when you're independent, like when you're truly independent, it's really on you. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, right, you might have, you know, your family members or whoever may be funding you somewhere. That's not, most of the time, that's not the case. Like, for me, that's not really the case like that. So, um, you know, you get a, you go and get a night job or something. You know what I'm saying? You work 30 hours a week or something like that. And then for me, I'm in school. So, you know, you got the school thing you might be trying to do. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to make sure you can provide for yourself. And you got to be able to allocate money away from your life to music because you know this is what you want to do so you have to be able to do that the difference with like um someone who signed though even even in some bad deals like they're still gonna fund stuff like your music video you don't gotta be searching you don't gotta drive yourself you know 30 plus hours looking for different locations you know what i'm saying you ain't got to do all that you don't got to um, worry about the budget as much they they give you your budget um, they they do that planning for you, um, whereas with someone like that's independent like myself, you know, I'm the person writing the scripts, I'm the person, the creative mind behind the videos, the visuals, I'm mixing the music, mastering the music, you know what I'm saying, engineering everything myself. So you it's on all that, yeah, so all that, doing all that yourself. I mean, the one thing about it though, when you when you actually are good at the, the mixing and the mastering and the engineering, you can find somebody with a good camera on your own. You can definitely get really good prices because it teaches you how to get the best for the least. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You get the best bang for your buck, you know? As far as promotion, though, that's that's where it gets scary because there's a lot of shady promotion out there, you know? People offering, like, 10,000 Spotify streams or something like that for, like, $10. Yeah. It's all that stuff going I've on. I've got one of them before. So I was like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy. I got them a whole bunch. Like, yeah. whenever you sign up to Facebook, they just be popping up. You be mm-hmm. like, you want views? You want views? Right. And they're always on ads and stuff. So it's like, you got to watch out for those. There'd be some that be saying, like, we're not them. We're better than them, but they're really not. A lot of manipulation, especially on the internet. It's really easy to manipulate. So you got to be really careful and really strategic and meticulous about how you do stuff when you're independent instead of having somebody else basically run the show for you and you just be an artist. So, you know, 
Uh, how does distribution go? Distribution, um... Well, I know you use, like, mostly, mainly streaming services. Yeah. But what about, like, when you actually want sales? Like, okay, so... I mean, when, you, when you're when you distributing, like, you know, the main distributors are, like, what, TuneCore, DistroKid. I use Amuse now. Um, but, like, uh... You can set it up for it to be on. I don't know if you're trying to do like iTunes or you talking about like for people to go into a store like if they walked into Target. Mm, well, that would be more Cause complex they, like industry deals. Yeah, wouldn't that be? Unless you want to go. I mean, no, you burn can your own, burn your own CD. No, you don't even have to do like that. that. There's um, I mean, there's some distributors that have a option. Okay. Like you can you can get CDs made. Is them. it worth making a CD? That's a good question. I'm saying it's really not as much worthy right now for anybody who's yeah. not. I mean, it's pretty. Who's much not obsolete. J Cole, Kendrick, or Drake, or one of those people? I mean, even for them, it's slowly dawning. Well, not like I mean, they yeah. can grab the money from there because <clears throat> I mean they have the option to and yeah. they have the funds to be able to like produce it and still grab whatever market yeah. share they can get from that, but. Everything is digital. Really effective. No, every, yeah, everything, everything is digital. Is so even if they're gonna buy it, they could buy it off iTunes. They could buy it mm-hmm. off Amazon Music. Now I will say one thing though, vinyl because they've made the vinyls. The vinyls yeah. do go. The vinyls, yeah. That's the one thing like that's that's worth that's worth putting putting into. Yeah. Uh, do you know anything about like the vinyl distribution or just making vinyl? I'm sure it's. More of a complex process. Yeah, like, because the way that they write the vinyls is like, it's like writing to a disc, like, you know what I'm saying? So, since you're writing to a disc, um, I think you have to, I think it also plays different things on both sides. So, that's the one thing about the vinyls, like, for, let's say, for example, Drake's album, his last album, it was like an A side and a B side. So, one side would have, you know, the A side and the other side would have the B side. So, that's how, I think that's how vinyls work. And I know somebody who um who does vinyls and stuff like that. Okay. So shout them out. Shout them out. Shout six, six, six. Hey, Amanda, we see you. We see you, Amanda Turner. We know. Capitalize. Capitalize. They know your name now. Push. You're gonna hear this because you, you pay attention to me. Push that vinyl weight. She pays attention to home. She does. Yeah. Oh boy. But yeah, so we're here. We're here with it. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna hit you up, Amanda. Where else could he? What's the, Before we you? go to cheesecake, because I owe her cheesecake. All right. Do you think cassettes could ever make a resurgence? No. <laughs> <laughs> Only place that, like, that cassettes go. Like what if? What if? Especially the way things Not go. VHS. You think somebody pull out a VHS? Nobody's pulling out VHS. Whole VHS player. <clears throat> Nobody's pulling out VHS, but cassettes, they'll go for producers for sure. Producers will, will eat that up. And listen to them. Well, I mean, you could use regular studio headphones, so it really don't yeah. really matter like, that much. Oh, another shout out, actually. Another shout out. Oh, okay, okay. Sawyer. He's the first guy. He he showed me something I've never seen any producer do. This man plugged his cassette in to his, um, into his interface and recorded the sound playing from the cassette. Whoa. Into the into the made it a sample into like MIDI or something. It could be in, yes into a, into an audio file on the like, and then made it a sample and made a beat out of it. I I didn't even know that was possible. 
So start, uh, shout out Sawyer George. Goated. Um, epic feat of the week. Yeah, for sure. I've never actually heard of that, but I've been slacking on the producer. I don't. First off, I'm not even worthy to call myself a producer because he's just. I, I just. I just, just play around with beats. Beat maker. Yeah, I just play around with beats. And a beat player. But yeah, <laughs> not even I would a never beat maker. Like a that. beat player. Beat professional <laughs> podcaster, pro and podcaster. Pro podcaster though, he's definitely a pro podcaster, y'all. Who? You? Me? Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. This man, y'all. If y'all would have seen his setup right now, it's crazy. It's all right. It's Watch crazy. when I. Well, I got the tree. We'll see. But dude, any last words? Any shout outs? Uh, anything you want to leave the people with before you go again for another while? <clears throat> yeah. Out into the world. Yeah. You need the music? No, 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 no. Anyway. I just want this bad little shawty from the DMV to be with me. I'm out. You heard it first. Go look out for Blue Out Now on YouTube. Go run up the likes, comments, and the views. Go follow Loki on IG. Loki, do you even have Twitter? Yeah, oh, you, you I never talk about Twitter. What do you I don't be saying be using on Twitter? It. Yeah. I barely be using it. I'm still whack at Twitter. Like, I, I say five stuff, but they don't I like me. Shoot, A, AD underscore Loki if they want to follow me there. I mean, yeah, run so. that up too. Give me some Twitter. Hey, if yeah. I get if I get a thousand. Nah, that's too easy. I'm not gonna lie. If I get two thousand followers on Twitter, I'll post something crazy. I'm not gonna say what though. You heard it here first. As always, this ends another episode of OWN. If you enjoyed the content, if you learned something from this, please go like, subscribe, leave a review. Help us grow this community. Help us make this podcast better so we can help more people just like you. And with all that said, I'll catch you guys in two weeks. I'm out.